At Dairy Queen, we don't stop at good enough. We don't just give you a chocolate blizzard. We give you the triple chocoholic blizzard. Rich truffles, choco chunks, and dark fudge. And we don't just have pinatas. We have pinatas filled with Mary Lou Retton. Because at Dairy Queen, good isn't good enough. You're smiling, aren't you? Uh-huh. Who makes all these? I do. And I practice with them three hours a day. You need to find yourself a girl, mate. Well, we might as well get to it. <laughs> Gosh, so eager, so brave. Well, you know, once I've made up my mind to do something, that's it. Oh, that's very admirable. Yeah, so really just do whatever you want with me. I'm ready for anything. Oh, well, right. I will, I suppose, uh, we'll take your clothes off and we'll get started. Right. <laughs> So how long does this course last? Uh, sorry? How long does this course last? Course? What course? Hang on, take my clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm confused. Well, so am I. What did you think this was? Well, I was going to eat you. <laughs> I may have misheard you there. Did you just say that you are going to eat me? Right, you did say that. Yes. Yeah, no, I'm here for the cookery. No, 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 this is the cookery. Look, I've got your advert here. Um, yes. I printed it out. Yes. Sir, I no. want to cook with you. Oh, no, no, my English is not so good. Um, Ow! <laughs> you want to cook with me, using me, you Oh, mean. yes, yes, no, no, you no, see? No. I see where the confusion was. I thought this was a cookery course. <laughs> No, no. But you were looking for someone who would agree to let you kill and eat them. Yeah, yeah. You see? That is funny. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you're not interested? Oh, no, thanks very much. It's not for me. Well, it's hard to believe, but it's August already. Good morning, oh, Friar Cook. Good morning, Rabbi, the great Rabbi Dave. Where... Did 2020 go? <laughs> I have no idea. It is just flying by right now. Actually, it's 2021. That's how far behind I am. Oh, did you say? I didn't even catch that. <laughs> I, I knew what you meant. I, I, I know what I meant, too, but holy crap. Where did 2021 go? Well, 2020 left in a big ball of pandemic. Yeah. Well, and 2021 is going to as well. Yeah. As we all... No, we have much to get to today. It is the first day of August 2021, the year of our Lord 20 and 21, as the great friar would say. We Indeed. would not we would not say that. We'd say it's 5722 or something. Yeah. Don't ask me what year it is, because I don't or know. Or the agnostic might say, you know, beast, you know, was it C E common era? Common instead? era. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I don't I don't even know what year it is anymore. I also know that I spilled my coffee this morning, so I didn't get off That's to a good why start. Out of sorts. Right. <laughs> right. Today did not start well for me, but here we are. So the big news story of the week, of course, is dun dun the Olympics. So in in general terms, I've watched about I think I've turned on the Olympics twice, Rod. Both We've times had it when running. I was recording this show. Yeah, we have it running. 
my, my wife likes to watch different things, but there are certain things she won't watch basketball, golf. Well, you can't watch that anyway, not unless you're willing to pay for it. Well, so we use, this is not an endorsement, but we use Fubo TV. And so we have a bunch of the channels and we actually do the recording. You know, I record the stuff that for whatever reason, they think nobody likes to see like fencing, archery, shooting. Why do you think nobody wants to watch fencing? Because well, I, I mean, did watch it, a little bit of fencing last week. It's interesting. Like 10 minutes worth. Yeah. I think, yeah. was it on this show or was it somewhere else we were talking about the fact that you actually did some fencing? It may have been somewhere else, but I, I did a year of fencing. Why? I wanted to learn how to fence. It was interesting. They had it at, uh, what is it called? It was the Modesto courtroom. I think it was. They had uh, just a, a fencing group there. Right. And so there was a bunch of people learning how to fence. And yeah, one of it was interesting because we had this one foreign exchange student from Sweden and his brother was actually on the Swedish Olympic team and he was preparing his way to it. Hmm. And uh, the, I, I only scored one point on him. And after that, he made a pin cushion of me. It, I had so <laughs> many bruises. Bruises? Yeah, because, you know, it's, it's a metal, it's, it's a metal thing. It's hitting you in the chest. Right. Right. It's a you know foil. So it's, it, they leave marks. They do. So you don't get that impression when you watch the Olympic version. No. Because they have those vests on with but the lights that go. It's just cloth bing, material. Right. So yeah. So right. when they, when they go and try and, and they poke you, it's, yeah, it's blunted tip, but man, you, you walk away with bruises. It, it impressed me as like two little kids with, with, um, tubes from from wrapping paper there didn't I, one thing i've learned in sports and i've played a lot of sports in my life <laughs> is that what appears to be chaos to the average observer actually makes sense to someone who's who's familiar with it i'm not yeah. familiar with fencing and to me it just looked like two people swinging sticks at each other it really did it, so i don't know which do you know foil. if you watched foil. saber no it was foil, foil. Well, and so, yeah, they were trying to, and, th and there's a method to the madness, right? So in foil, you have to, one has to initiate an attack and that attack has to be either be, be blocked or dealt with before the person can re respond and attack back. Right. So repost. So repost. who repost. decides which is which? It's the judge has to sit there and they have to watch that. And before video replay, I have no idea how they, because things happen so fast. Right. It's a judgment call at that point. But with the video they, with the video replay, they can see what happened. <sighs> All I can think about is Captain Jack. <laughs> you need to get yourself a girl, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I watched that. I haven't watched any. I, so I've, I've turned it on, like I said, a couple of times, just passing mm -hmm. by. I, I, didn't, I didn't stick it out because really, I, I, I've said this before, the Summer Olympics don't really interest me that much. There's a couple of games that do. I mean, baseball, obviously. Yeah. But they're not showing that on no. free TV. So I haven't watched any of that. I, I, I will have to say the three-on-three -three basketball, which is new this year for the Olympics, right. is if, if the NBA was just that, I'd probably watch it. Didn't they try that a few years ago? I have no idea. It's, like, it's a 10-minute game. <laughs> And it's just almost as nonstop. It's and it's half court, so you're ten minutes, not to twenty one. Have to win by two. That's the way we uh, used to play three, three on three. No, no, it's it's yeah. a ten minute game. That's weird. Okay, okay. I, I can hang. I can hang with that. When they, when they, I guess we won a gold medal in that. 
either the women or the men. I don't, I don't, I wasn't The paying. men were eliminated, <clears throat> I thought. Okay, so maybe the women won a gold. I don't know. But they were showing it on the local news here. They were going on and on about yeah. the three by three gold medal. But the video they were showing for it mm-hmm. was the Seattle Storm winning the WNBA championship. They didn't even have video of the three on three game. That's funny. It's like, and they just completely ignored it. They just, they just acted like that was the video from it. Which, of course, That's the casual observer probably wouldn't know anyway. No. So, well, they say the ratings are down. Was it something like forty nine percent as yeah. of Friday? And and this, of course, has everybody asking. Why are the ratings down? And of course, everybody that everybody in the opinion business has an opinion as to why the ratings are down. Yeah, because well, is it the talk radio? Of course, spends an inordinate amount of time on this. <clears throat> is it the woke culture? Are we are we so frustrated by the woke culture? You know the the Megan Rapinos yeah. of the world that we're just turned off by all that. It could be. I have my own opinions, so. I wait. I await with bated breath. The NBC broadcast, I've had problems with NBC for a long time on their broadcast of the Olympics. Horrible. It's horrible. And it's this touchy feely, let's break for their personal sob story and then come back. And, you know, I guess they're trying to show the human element, quote unquote, human element back behind everything. But you know what? I want C SPAN for the Olympics. Just broadcast the the games. Right have a simple commentator just kind of explain the people and stuff. And if I want to go look up more information on the people, I'll do it. Right. Cause it's not like it's the age of the internet where you can find all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. But they're, they're treating us like we're milk drinkers basically and feeding this, this line of crap or, or like they'll show you the, the final round of a specific event, like archery. They did that. Here's the final round. I'm like, I want to see the whole freaking right. thing. And see, that's, that's part of my, issue with this whole thing and we're going to get into a little bit later and some of the other controversies. I don't know. I don't know that it's the woke culture. I think in some ways, and I think Twitter, social media have enhanced this. There was a great deal of, shall I say, enjoyment of the fact that Team USA women's team Mm -hmm. lost its opening round game, three, nothing to Sweden. They went on to a, they beat, was it Norway? I don't know. They they wiped the floor with somebody, Sweden. and there was nothing about it. The, their second game, they won six to one or six to yeah. nothing, and there was nothing in the media about it at all. And yeah. then the third game, they tied, <laughs> which can't be good because that's one point. So they would have had one point. So they would have had three points. They tied for second place in their group, right. but because of the goal differential, I think they advanced. Okay. So that, and see, that's the question. And I've seen nothing about the women's national team. And again, I'm not actively following it. So I've seen nothing about it since they lost, but social media just erupted with joy over them losing with joy over team USA basketball losing to France. Yes. (laughs) And, but those are the two areas where woke culture is really evident. And so, yeah, you're going to get the backlash in those sports. Right now, we're playing Argentina. Well, I shouldn't say right now because this is probably tape delayed, right? I mean, there's no it way is. this is live in Japan no, right now. <clears throat> so evening. we're watching Team USA and Team Argentina in volleyball. And it's pretty clear that there's no woke controversy no. here. I mean, there may be woke players, but there's no super controversy here. We suck, but, 
But, but you know, yeah. uh, the big contrary to beach volleyball is, of course, whether or not they wear bikini bottoms or, or shorts. I don't know. I, I've got a hand to the beach volleyball. I watched the game yesterday with the U.S., and they said that the, the temp of the sand was 120-plus degrees. Yikes. They were bre- taking breaks to water it down to keep it cool. So, Yikes. man, if you can play in that, dude. More power barefoot. to you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, know, I don't know that the reason the ratings are down is just because of the woke culture. Um, but there is some other – there are some things I think contribute to those. Well, I would say that the woke culture leads – or leaves a bad sour taste, taste yep. in your mouth. It yeah, does. I mean, it's just it's just one more thing. It's like really okay. I'm not gonna. It's a turnoff. Yeah, it really is. And it's 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 a it's a thing of you know what what you're familiar with and what you're used to. I, for the record, I think it's the professional aspect aspect of it. The fact yeah. that basically everybody here is a professional athlete now. That's yeah. not what the Olympics were supposed to be, and. Well, I don't know, you know, professional volleyball players. I'm kind of like, well, okay, great. I don't know that there's a great deal of difference between a professional volleyball player and a collegiate volleyball player. But when it comes to basketball, there certainly is. When it comes to baseball, there certainly sure. is. And I'm, I'm of the opinion, I was one of those people back in 92, the dream team, that mm-hmm. was really into the dream. I, I, you know how I feel about basketball. And I had a Team USA jersey. Did you? Okay, really? I did. Um, I don't like basketball. It's it's not my favorite, particularly no. since it's morphed from a team sport into an individual sport. I, I really don't like it. But in, in that goes back to my most controversial opinion, Rod. Michael Jordan ruined the NBA. Yeah. Put that aside for the moment. Email Dave at WTF.org, what the frock.org. Um the, the the sending of professional athletes, particularly in the major sports, to these things is, I don't know, I, I've always had an issue with it because it's, you don't get, you don't get the excitement. You don't get the miracle no. on ice if you're sending NHL athletes to, to the winter no. games. You don't get those things. And I, I think that there's, why, why would I pay extra to NBC to watch the Olympics to see professional basketball players when I can turn on my TV every week on NBC and watch professional athletes. I mean, mm-hmm. what's, what's the difference? Yeah. And it's not like a lot of these athletes are out there telling me how much they want to perform for the United States. I'm proud of my country and I want to play. No, they're, they're doing exactly the opposite. What, what is kind of funny though, is to, is to watch these, especially basketball players, uh, try to adjust to the rules of yes. international basketball because there's different rules <laughs> yes. than there are in the NBA. And so they, <laughs> yes, the three point line is different, which see, that's why we should do, if we're going to send a pro team, we should just send the golden state warriors. Cause they're like, yeah. you know, three point world, you know, just send them. <laughs> but I've always believed we should just send the collegiate champ every four years when they have the Olympics, mm-hmm. instead of having a 64 team basketball play in, you have 122. You have all the Division One A schools get to play, and you have a big tournament, and whoever wins goes. Yeah. Same with same with College World Series. Same with volleyball. Same with and just send the national collegiate champion as the as the representative. Of course, they don't want to do that because they're making money from these individuals who are sure doing this stuff, and so that'll never happen. But if I ever become president of the of the U.S. Olympic Committee. Okay. Look for that to happen. 
It's never Do going to. Do vote for that? Or they no. just hire somebody? Could they just, just hire somebody? <laughs> They're not going to hire me. <laughs> the other thing that I thought was weird this year, and I don't, I knew about this because I went to the Olympics in 96. I was, yeah. you know, I was right there. I mean, I lived literally inside the bubble for the 96 games. So there was a culture at the games that, that doesn't that hitherto had never really been discussed. I don't know if you knew this or not, but the athlete, the athletic village is, I don't want to say it's like a college campus gone crazy, but it's like a college campus gone crazy. I mean, dorm room. Yeah. It's, like dorm rooms. It's, it's one gigantic party. Yeah. Collegiate level, serious collegiate level party. I mean, it's, it's insane. And hitherto that had never really been discussed, but I guess this year because of COVID, yeah. well, the, the Olympic organizers came up with this brilliant idea of making the beds in the dorm out of cardboard boxes for the sole I purpose of preventing just, people from having sex yeah. in them. Yeah. And so I, I think it was that story that really brought this to the forefront. Yes. It was. Had they, had they not done that. Well, that and the, the, the thousands upon thousands of condoms that are distributed for free. And well, that was the, the previous Olympics. Yeah. yeah they talked about yeah, that. Brazil. Does the winter Olympics have this problem too? I assume so, but I've never been to the winter games. So I don't know. Yeah. The only winter games I even came close to the ones in Salt Lake City. And I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, probably, but I don't know. <laughs> I know one of the, I know one of the issues with the Salt Lake City winter games was there were complaints from the other countries about the availability of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you didn't see that coming anyway. So these, these, these cardboard beds. And I don't know how many stories I've seen at least as many stories about this as I have pretty much anything else, mm-hmm. how the athletes are disassembling these beds and so that they can have sex anyway. Now, look, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. I'm not a prude. I'm not anti That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is this is the Olympics. I don't need stories about athletes getting busy in the dorm. What I need are stories yeah. about, you know, whether this is a foil or epe or, you know, did we just lose to, to Argentina and volleyball? That's what I need. I don't need to know sure. what these people are doing. And for me, I, I don't know. I think, I think there's just too much of that, too much of that kind of, it's all the social aspects, yeah. right? I mean, it's all the social coverage, right? It's, it's, you know, we're here to watch sports. Someone, someone lost track of that. And they're coming back and saying, oh, no, you need, you need this story. Oh, guess what? Sex itself. Right. Let's cover that. Now, the last Winter Games, was that two years ago? I don't remember Three. what it was. Three years ago. Yeah, because we delayed a year for the summer. Right. I got involved with following a guy. And this is what I like about the Olympics. Unfortunately, NBC doesn't seem to get this. And that is, there's more than just the top four performers. Mm-hmm. So a couple of years ago, there's a downhill skier that the United States has that's just on the edge. He's not, he doesn't make the team every year, but he's almost always an alternate. 
And he is freaking nuts. And I love him. Wiley Maple. Okay. He is a downhill skier who basically just says, mm, screw it. I'm just going to go as fast as I can. He's, he's Ricky Bobby, man. He just. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. And, but Ricky he, Bobby. But he always ends up crashing or something because he's he's taking too many risks. and exactly He doesn't control, care. Yeah. He's just having fun. Yeah. But he's always having to raise money <clears throat> because since he's not on the team, but he wants to go to the Olympics anyway, which apparently you can do. And so we just lost to Argentina and volleyball. They're jumping around the court, not social distancing and breathing on each other. Anyway, Wiley raises money every f- couple of years to go to the Olympics. And I usually send 10 or 15 bucks just because. And, and what I got mad about last time was he was, he was getting ready to go down there and I was watching online. Yeah. And they cut away from him because he wasn't a competitor, so to speak. Yeah. And I get tired of these. Those are the stories that I want to hear. Those are the people I want to, that I'm interested in. I'm not interested in the same people. The You know, it's like tennis. I mean, you know that there's 49 other rated tennis players in the world, yeah. right? It's not just the one guy or gal. And I don't know. It just gets old to me. It's, it's this is the problem I have with college football is I'm tired of the playoff with the same four freaking teams every year. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just not, it's not fun. You're not going to get a miracle on ice. You're not going to get something exciting without all these other players. But there's also a, an issue here with these other players, which is that who are we not seeing because of the way they're treating the top players? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is this is the same problem I have with baseball and steroids. Okay? So Barry Bonds, I, I don't think there's anybody that's intelligent that's not willing to admit that Barry Bonds was cheating. He was doing yes. steroids. I, I know that there are people out there going, but he never got caught. Okay. Go enjoy your afternoon beverage and face reality. Barry Bonds was cheating. He was doing steroids. Who did we not get to see because Barry Bonds played – five, seven years more than he should have. What yeah. what minor leaguer didn't get that chance because of what Barry Bonds did or Jose Canseco or Mark McGuire or whoever, yeah. Rafael Pomero, it doesn't matter. There were guys in the minor leagues who were good, but because these guys got these massive contracts, and believe mm-hmm. me, I understand the concept of taking the steroids. I understand it. I love yeah. the game. I've talked to Jose Canseco about it. I love the game. I didn't want to leave. I was doing what I thought I needed to do to stay there. I get that. But the sa- the flip side of that coin is who did you screw over in the process? Yeah. Well, part of the problem for making these Olympic teams is that there are automatic berths for people who have, <clears throat> I guess, qualified or are defending national champions or something like that. They don't actually have to perform in the, the tryouts. They have to go. Mm-hmm. But they're automatically – advanced because they're quote unquote so good. Yeah. Well, who do we not get to see because of that? And this, Rod, and you and I and and Bill have been arguing this for two weeks now. Oh yeah. This is the problem I have with what Simone Biles did. Who did we not get to see because she was automatically put on that team and knew all along that she wasn't going to be either competitive or complete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's. I think there's a little bit more of a nuance to her story as to what well, happened. Of course, to there her. is. 
Of course, there's always a more of a nuance. Everybody sees it that way as Michaela, what's her name, is on the commercial right now. Yeah. Um, there's always <laughs> jumping on the roof yeah, commercial. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I don't know why that's <laughs> funny, but it is. It is. But there's always some nuance to it. But at the same time, how many stories do we have of the Carrie Struggs mm-hmm. of the world? Oh, I broke my leg. Okay. I'll go get the gold anyway. Versus. Yeah. But there's, yeah, that, that's a whole other story too. Cause there's a lot of people saying that that was child abuse. <laughs> I, look, I, I know. Bella Corolla, yeah. I know. And, and, and I'm with you there, but shuffling at the her time, off into the doctor's arms right. afterwards. But at the time we were really yeah. inspired by that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was a great personal sacrifice. Right. I mean, that pretty much ended her career of doing anything like that. Okay. Again. But she was 21 anyway. So yeah. that's like. In, in, in gymnast years, that's like 90, isn't it? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, their that's careers. the dog years. Yes, Gosh. their careers are over. Like 20, 21, they're like ancient. I mean. But they're so childlike. That's the part that weirds me out about women's gymnastics at the Olympics is Nadia Comaneci, the 18, the, the, what was she, like 14, 13? Something like that. Yeah, and we're all standing here glued to the television like Mary Lou Retton. Man, I had a thing for Mary Lou Retton back in 1980. You still do. I still do. (laughs) (laughs) But it creeps me out because she was a kid, right? Was that 84? Yeah, I was 21 and she was what, 12? She was young. Yeah. So I don't know. the, The problem I have with what Simone Biles did isn't, I wasn't in the game. It wasn't, oh, I stepped aside because somebody else could do better. It's that somebody else didn't make that team. Because she got an automatic bid. And this didn't happen right then. This was building. She knew long before she ever got on a plane for Tokyo. They they said there was some evidence that she was was experiencing what they call the twisties, I guess. Right. um, Beforehand, although... You know, I don't, I don't know that much. I'm not an expert on that, but that it does affect your ability to spatially orient when you're t- twisting around in the air. I've been there. I've played hockey. Believe me, I've been, I've been in midair trying to twist my body like a cat going, hmm, which way do I want to land? <laughs> I understand that. I, I yeah. know it sounds weird and I, maybe I'm being flippant, but I do understand that concept. Yeah. Cause you can get in the air and get confused. Yeah as to where you're going. But at the same time, I just see, this is the problem that I have with this. Do away with the automatic bids, do away with the automatic birth. I would agree with that. And that would have, that would have prevented this because from, from all accounts I've seen, she did not do well in the nationals. Mm -mm. There was a, I I tried to read this article in, God, I don't even know what, some article that I got describing to me the problems with the scoring system. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) Jeez Louise, I, I, calculus is easier than this. Yeah. But she was given a lot of benefits because of the fact that she was this or that, or her routines were too hard. Yeah. So she gets lower scores. I'm like, well, if that's the case, you're not thinking strategically. Yeah. Right. I mean, you don't, you don't need to score a billion points. You just need to score enough to, it's like the, the qualification heats for the 800 meters, right? The, yeah. the world champion, I guess, was just kind of loafing and just kind of sandbagging in the in the, the trials because all I got to do is finish in the top three to get to yeah. the final race. I don't need to I don't need to set the world record here. Yeah. 
They all so do that. I, well, again, I think that I think that automatic bid, that automatic position, I think that's part of the problem. And maybe to me, I don't know. Maybe uh, to me, that's the problem. Who did we not get to see? So it's because. more of a systemic thing. I think you're thinking of that. It's how the system. Well, I have is set issues up. with her stepping down. I, I I'm not going to lie to you. I have real sure. issues with that too. But on a on a macro scale. I think yes, the the system that rewards somebody for 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 a lack of for a lackluster performance, yeah, is part of the problem. And you know, another part of the problem is how the the media just glorifies certain oh, actors, and it's just yeah. over the top. And, yeah. and and even even after she stepped down, every other Twitter you, post seems yeah. to be an ad for Simone Biles. How, how brave she is! How well how brave she is, but what she's you know some yeah, product she's right. selling, right? Which so again, it's like, oh. <clears throat> that brings me back to, if you're going to embroider a goat on the back of your leotard, yeah, you, you kind of got to live up to that, don't you? Don't you owe mm-hmm. people, your advertisers, the people that are paying you, the people that have forked over money to get you there, mm-hmm. don't you kind of owe them that? Yeah. All right. So you go into the thing and you're not feeling your best and you're short a vault. I mean, it happens. Yeah. You're still competing. As yeah. opposed to quitting. I mean, that's, I, I have real problems with, I have real problems with the fact that we can't criticize her. We can criticize Jay Cutler for doing essentially the same thing for the Chicago Bears in a playoff game, you know, basically walking <laughs> out the field going, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. We can criticize him to know, can't criticize Simone Biles. You can criticize Scottie Pippen for doing the same thing in the NBA championships, the finals years ago, yeah. when he quit because, well, I didn't get the play. The play went to Michael Jordan instead of me. Well, duh. But, you know, it's like. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and then there's this, aside from Simone in general, there's this whole other underlying story they came out with, the over-sexualization of you, the, the leotards that they were wearing. Right, or, right. And, and so they're going to unitards. I'm like, okay, if you're looking at these little girls and you're sexualizing that, that's horrible. <laughs> right, but. Don't you think they're trying to do that to some degree? I mean, toddlers and tiaras. Well, yeah, but when it comes to gymnastics, the reason why they're wearing leotards is because you can't wear baggy clothes and do what they do. (laughs) I get that. How about, how about figure female figure skating? (laughs) It's like, don't tell me no, all you people out there, don't tell me you haven't sat there, watched that going. "Mm, Wow. You know, cause we all have, it's, I don't know this hypersexualization of it, but even that to some degree, I mean, think about that. Okay. Yeah. So Mary Lou Retton, 12, 13, whatever she was in the Olympic village where it's basically a collegiate level party going on. Mm-hmm. This is what the Olympics has kind of become. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, I, I don't know, man. You, Everyone should just play in the nude. You know, they used <laughs> to do back. that. Yeah. Go back to the roots. They used to do that, didn't they? What do you think? Drop us a line. WTF at whatthefrock.org. We'll be right back.
Frock. It's an Olympic-sized version of What the Frock. I'm Dave. And I'm Rod. And we are with you on the, the first of, Yeah, What the Frock on the first of all. You, you ever do that? You start a sentence and you're like halfway through it and you go, what was I going to say? <laughs> the difference is when I'm doing this by myself, I can just go, hmm, three, two, one, and start over. Yeah, it's a little bit difficult. It's a little bit more work. problematic yes. when we're communicating over thousands of miles or hundreds of miles or whichever it is so so uh how's your uh how's your covid status today are you vaccinated rod are you still vaccinated rod well according to the state of california's database that they've collected of all the people they've given shots to i am fully vaccinated even though they're sending me text messages asking me if i had gotten my second dose right so they don't so whoever's sending the text doesn't communicate with the people that are Keeping the record. Which is not surprising because a month after I got my second vaccination shot, that database was not updated. It said I only had the one shot. Well, it's like the database but, here that they use for the yeah. lottery. Yeah. I'm still not, according to that, I'm still not in it at all. <laughs> so could I, did I have a le- did I have a legit chance at winning the million dollars for getting vaccinated? No. No. Which tells me that the whole thing was just a <laughs> PR stunt, but- the, the really freaky thing is that I, I logged into my uh, health insurance provider and, and I went and looked at my vaccination record and they have record of my COVID vaccination. Right. I never gave it to them. So they harvested mm. that from the <clears throat> California database. That seems like a HIPAA problem, doesn't it? And I, the only identifying thing, I think my birth date and my cell phone number were given. I don't recall giving them my social or anything else when I... Wow. Because it was a county site. So it was, yeah, freaky. That's a little, um, that's a little creepy, isn't it? It is. But of course, with this whole COVID thing, everything's becoming creepy. And and now we're into, I, I feel like, I feel like Rod, this show was kind of born with COVID. It kind of was. Not exactly. But, but that's sort of the time we, and I said back then, this was my mantra. Do you remember this? Say it with me. If this is what we're being told it is, we're doing everything wrong. Wrong. Yes, that's exactly right. And now here we are again in month 18 of 15 days to flatten the curve. Yeah. And ta-da, guess what? We're literally right back where we started again. Yeah. Delta variant style, which as it turns out, the vaccine doesn't do anything for I watched the CDC guy this morning explain to me that, you know, you know that you can still have more vaccine, more virus in your nose if you are vaccinated and spread it than if you are not vaccinated. Well, then Which why do they get vaccinated? I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm like, this is bizarre. I'm just, I'm, I'm so frustrated with the whole thing. I'm so frustrated with the yeah. mask mandate. So I, I am bemused by the fact that there are multiple businesses around here that have basically given the big middle finger to the mask request. Yes, because that's what it is right now. Right. People are, uh, people are simply, and, and I'm among them, people are just ignoring it. I, I've gone places last couple of days without masks because... I don't care. I just don't care. And that's um, it's been been part of the issue, I guess, is that there we go. So I have lost Rod. 
Ron has gone away. Yeah, I'm having internet issues, it okay. seems. Well, there he is. Well, kind of. I, I turned the video off right. just because of the bandwidth. Okay. But well, that, and I wasn't sure if it was on my end or not. See, these are the technical problems you have with, with this kind of stuff going around the world. Anyway, I, I, I've noticed a lot of people just not wearing masks, including us. But I've also noticed a lot of people wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm waiting for the day the argument starts, which is I, I'm sure is not far away with the, why aren't you wearing a mask? Why aren't you wearing a mask? And, and I, I'm not sure how I'm going to respond to that yet. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm toying with the idea of saying, you know, bleep <laughs> off yeah. or because I'm not a sheep. <laughs> My wife is a federal worker. So she's been told she has to wear a mask at work again. She's not happy. I'm not happy. We have made the decision over the last couple of days just not to go places because masks. Well, uh, and I'm seeing here in the Valley, there are posting for if signs that say that if you're not vaccinated, we would rec- recommend that you right. wear a mask. But apart from that, they haven't said, no, you absolutely have to wear a mask. Right. But people are doing it anyway. Yeah. We, went, we went to the mall the other day because we like to walk at the mall. I think I've told you this. We like to walk in the mall. So for when the mask, when the CDC came out with their thing about no more masks, great. We were the first ones to ditch them. (laughs) And then we, we went to the mall the other day to go walking and it was bizarre. We were like the only people there that had, that, that weren't wearing masks, even though there were no signs saying you must wear a mask there. Now there are two stores, I think in the mall that say, we want you to mask up. We just don't go in those stores, but yeah. But we, uh, we got a lot of the whole, um, <clears throat> you know, you, you need it, it, just the stares that you're getting from people right now. And it's become, it, it, I, I know we have a couple of boards that I, Silverdale boards that I'm on. I, unlike Bill, I actually belong to next door just for entertainment purposes. And it's yeah. bizarre, man. It is. These people are terrified of the Delta variant, which is bizarre to me because like the New York Post said in its now famous headline yesterday, what is it? What is it? Um, 161 million Vax residents of those 5,601 caught the breakthrough COVID and were hospitalized. And of that 1,141 or 0.0007% died. And we're acting like this is the, the black death, man. It is. It's really bad. It's gotten to the point where there's so much misinformation out there from the media. Oh, no. It's not misinformation from the media. It's misinformation from the, the, the dozen people that keep spreading misinformation and from Trump supporters. Yeah. GOP. I mean, GOP is being lamb blasted. Right. So it's, it's not misinformation from the CDC. Or, or the Department of Justice that issued a memo saying that vaccine mandates are legit. They can do that. Well, and you, you know, you can falsify the, uh, the test, right? You can get a positive test easily. Well, I'm sure I could now because I've been exposed. No, no. I'm just saying that there, there, were, there were cases where schools were saying yeah. that if you had a positive test, you didn't have to go. Yes, I saw this. Are you, are and, you and so st- yeah. So yeah. students, what, what they were doing is they discovered that they could, <laughs> they could 
contaminate the test with soda with with basically colas and it would come back positive and so they were getting out of school because they'd keep coming back with a positive test they were getting everybody out of school because yeah because they were basically rubbing soda inside their noses yeah and falsifying the positives <laughs> yeah oh two weeks off yay <laughs> damn i love kids they're they're so good at that i mean they are but think about that who figured that out who said to themselves, you know, if I just run a little soda inside my nose, it'll mess with the test? I have no idea, but it's brilliant. Was it an adult who said to their kid, hey, you want two free weeks off? Was it, a, it wouldn't surprise me to learn, Rod, that it was a chemist class, chemistry class where sure. the teacher basically said, hey, let's see what kind of reactions we get. Yeah. And somebody in the chemistry class went, huh, that's amazing. I got a can of Coke right here. That's crazy. <laughs> it's as crazy as the Twitter or reports. They laughed so hard at a joke that they spewed, spewed soda, soda out of their nose, nose right, right before they took a test. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm so tempted to do that now. But I don't care. I can't even take a test now. They won't even give me a test because I've, I've been vaccinated and probably exposed. So, yeah, I'm going to test positive. Yeah. Who cares? I feel fine with the exception of my broken tooth. I feel fine and we're going to go on our way. Is still broken? Well, yeah, it doesn't, they don't fix themselves. Oh, okay. And I don't go to dentists, so. Okay, well, that explains that. No, I just, I, I had a very bad experience with a dentist in 1981 and I have studiously avoided them since then, which I know is weird to people, but dude, it was bad. It was bad and I have never... I, I've been to the dentist since then, but oh God, they usually have to sedate me severely. How, how funny. Yeah, it was bad. So the other thing with this Delta thing now is social media, of course, is all over this. Did you know oh, that yeah. every hospital in the world is, is overflowing with COVID patients? According to no, Twitter. Yeah. Every, every, every hospital in Florida is jam-packed. So some guy I was reading yesterday, some guy, some guy on the internet went and looked at the data from the hospitals themselves. And it's like, no, there's, they're not, they're barely, there's barely anybody there. Yeah. Of course, they're setting up field hospitals again and stuff here. And then someone pointed out the fact that all these tweets from different accounts talking about how terrible it is that my brother, sister, cousins, aunt, three times removed is a ER nurse in Florida, blah, blah, blah. And these tweets, there's thousands of them mm -hmm. are verbatim identical. Yeah. So I don't know, man, it's, it's getting weird. It's getting in Hawaii. Well, the thing is the media runs with that stuff though, right? Yes. I mean, they, they pick it up and they run with it because they're all based off of Twitter. That's all That's they what do now. They all yeah. have social media reporters whose, whose entire job is what's trending in the United States today. Well, what if what's trending is your underwear's on backwards? Are we really going to waste news time on your underwear's on backwards tweets? Oh, they will, yeah. And we'll all go, ha, 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 that's cute. Can't I hear more about the athletes having sex on these beds that, that aren't designed to have sex on? <laughs> that are designed to stop them from having sex? And they're posting pictures going, see, we're having sex anyway? Can't I have more of that? 
How did they test to make sure that those were sex-proof beds? I mean, <laughs> well, you know as well as I do, Rod. They had sixty-year-olds like you and me going. Could I do it on this? <laughs> I would have said no. <laughs> but nobody would have said, "Hey, does it have anything to do with the fact that you're basically an invalid?" Yeah. You know, not in the prime of your life with a at a highly toned athletic skill level. I mean, <laughs> and and by the way, you know ready at a moment's notice everywhere I go. <laughs> no, they didn't ask any of those questions and nor did they take into account, you know, human ingenuity and sure. abilities and stuff like that. So. Well, or the fact that there's multiple sex, sexual positions that don't require lying down. Really? Yes. Can you draw me a picture? No, I can send you some links. Sure, (laughs) that you could stay with us. We'll be right back. back it's what the frock i'm rabbi dave and i'm friar cook and this is one of my favorite segments of the show we call this wtf it is where the internet is a wonderful place it is i mean it really a is. wonderful place it's, it's, it is fascinating i was watching um the frisco kid yesterday this is a great movie gene wilder and harrison ford okay so gene wilder is a rabbi from poland who's being sent to a synagogue, a brand new synagogue in San Francisco. So he has to sail across the Atlantic to Philadelphia, and then he has to get from Philadelphia to San Francisco. And of course, this is in the 1880s. Okay, so there's no direct flights. There's no flights, (laughs) there's none of that. And so his adventures are crossing the country with a real cowboy, Harrison Ford, remind me that, you know, once upon a time, there was a Wild West frontier in this country, and Mm -hmm. the internet is the closest thing we're ever going to have to that again. Yeah. So weird stuff pops up on my internet every now and then, just like it does on rods, which is usually where this thing's. So I'm, I'm, I'm sitting at home the other night, peacefully minding my own business as I often do. Yeah. And one of my favorite websites posted this meme and the meme was no one dot, dot, you know, colon mm-hmm. blank. And then it says, absolutely no one in the world, colon, blank. Aston and Mila, we only shower once once every few weeks. Yes. So naturally, I was hooked into this story of Aston Kutcher, who, by the way, has webbed feet. I don't know if you knew that or not. I did not know that. Yeah, he has has webbed feet. And Mila Kunis, who is a, or was at one point, a smoke show. I mean- Oh, yeah. I, I I can watch the book of Eli over and over again. You just turn the sound off and I can watch that. I that's a great yeah. movie to me. I mean, she was she was in that 70s show, right? Yeah. Something like that. And then um but uh apparently they hooked up and they've got kids mm-hmm. and they don't bathe their children, which is how this got started. Yeah. Now, I have an eleven year old who 
is on the verge of teenagerisms. Mm-hmm. So I regularly have to go into his room, open the window, ventilate. It's horrible. It's, it's bad. So I, I actually had to, had to come to an agreement with him the other day about <clears throat> showers. So you, Good luck you, with that. You can learn. Oh, hold that thought. So you can learn from your old man's mistakes. Because I was once a preteen teenager too who went to high school and you don't want to be me doing that. So you need to shower every day. Well, I don't want to do that then. Okay. So here's the agreement. You shower every day or you don't have to shower every day. But every day you don't shower, the next day you only get a maximum of two hours on computer, television, tablet. Sure. And, and two days in a row it drops to an hour. Three days in a row you don't get any. You don't have to shower, but you don't have to uh, – Lex is talking to me. But, but, <laughs> but you don't have to shower, but you're going to lose what you like doing. So since that day, two weeks ago, he's gone one day without a shower. Believe me, my life has been better. I wish it was so easy. My my twenty year old just doesn't doesn't care to shower every day, and it Ugh. is is it's a gymnasium in his room. His door is open. I I take a a thing of Febreze and have to spray it into his room just right. so that it's horrible. Uh, and I can't blame him. I mean, I I was that was me sixty years ago, but fifty years ago, I don't, know what else, I don't even know how that old was, I am anymore. That was never me. I was uh, always like showering. Yeah. Well, I do now. Yeah. In fact, if I go more than two or three hours without a shower, I mean, I'm one of those people that takes four or five showers a day now. So it's like. You can't do that in California. Well, you can. You just don't tell them. Well, <laughs> just shows up in your water. So bill. anyway, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunas don't mm-hmm. bathe their children. In fact, the quote was, well, unless you can see the dirt on them, it doesn't do any good. Now, these are small children. Sure. I remember Ben as a small child regularly needing to be bathed. I mean, it was sometimes two or three times a day. Well, as if this isn't weird enough, well, we only bathe our children when you can actually see the physical dirt on them. If that wasn't weird enough, then they go on to tell us that they don't shower either for weeks. Yeah. And I don't know why I care. I really don't. How would you like to be their co-stars, right? In in any kind of upcoming film. Wait a second. You don't shower for weeks? Okay. Now now that you've brought that up, let's go back a few months to the Super Bowl. In a commercial that featured Mm -hmm. some rapper dude sitting in their crib as Mila Kunis hides in the shower eating his Cheetos or Doritos or whatever. And it's the one place he doesn't look to find her. (laughs) And it kind of makes you go, WTF? <laughs> so my story this week, it actually, I had a few others selected, but this one came up yesterday. That's the problem, isn't it? There's so much yeah. good stuff. Well, we could do a whole show of just WTF. There, there is. And this one's related to a Florida man. Go, go figure. <laughs> uh, 76 is jailed for performing a botched castration on a man he met on eunuch fetish website after officers found victims testicles in a jar on a bedside table. Well, doesn't sound botched to me. <laughs> it was botched in the fact that they couldn't stop the bleeding. Oh, what? I, 
I just, you know, th- this brought up so many questions that I, this morning I actually went and I, and I looked up eunuch fetish because I was curious. I'm like, is this really a thing? And, and apart from the myriad of, of related links to this particular story that showed up in my search engine, uh, there are there's a Reddit subreddit where they talk about castration being a thing that guys want to do this and of course it's predominant in the gay community um so i i'm not sure why it hasn't translated over to the the uh heterosexual side but yeah this so this who who does this who people with eunuch fetishes obviously ron i mean obviously you know how does that conversation even start do, who, you know, who initiated this? Did the guy that that the, the Florida man did he initiate it? Hey, I want to castrate somebody, or did the did the other guy initiate it? With hey, I want to be castrated. Well, apparently they met up on a site that's like eunuch.com. and apparently there's discussion boards and things there for them right. to like chat about this stuff. And but who in their right mind says, hey, you know what? First of all, why don't you come over to my place? I got some tools. And, and to, to accept that, to say, you know what? That sounds like a good idea. WTF, man. WTF. You know, the other Florida man story that was great this week that we didn't get to was the, the guy trying to walk on the water from Florida to New York. Oh, yeah. Sent this to you guys yesterday. And so this guy built a bubble with barrels. Yeah. And it's one of those, you know, mouse, mouse wheel. wheel thing. He was going to go from Florida to New York. He made it about 100 yards. Yeah. And this is like his sixth or seventh attempt at this. And of course, he's doing it for world peace. So keep well, going, so Florida I, man. He's got that going for him. Yeah, keep going, Florida man. Keep going. So this week in history is the anniversary of Apollo 15. Did you know that? Do, do you remember Apollo 15? Um, I, I don't because I was only three years old. Okay. <laughs> well, for me, Apollo 15 holds a special interest because it's the only the, the only Apollo astronaut I ever met was Jim Irwin, who was uh, on will? Apollo 15. I met him too. Yeah. Well, of course you did, and probably for the same reason I did. Yeah, well, uh, actually, he was friends with my grandmother who lived back east. Okay, so. maybe not the same reason. <laughs> so post his Apollo career, Jim Irwin became quite the, what's the word I'm looking for here? Let's just say deeply involved evangelistic yes. Christian. And, in fact, I got an Apollo 15 Bible right, that they gave me. They right. gave to a toddler. I mean, basically, I was like four. Right. Well, he was also convinced that he was going to find Noah's Ark. Yes, I and he, that. And he, he made multiple trips to wherever that turkey, whatever, to, to try and find Noah's Ark. And mm-hmm. he would go around the country speaking at churches yeah. and selling his book to raise money to go look for Noah's Ark. And that's how I met him, which, of yeah. course— I didn't want to talk about any of that stuff. I wanted to talk about Apollo 15. I wanted sure. to talk about the lunar rover because this is the first time we actually – Apollo 15 was really the first time we actually explored 
the moon. The other times were, you know, just walked around. Can we, can <laughs> we land? Can we land precisely? We missed to, can we do this again to now let's actually go explore things. Yeah. And Dave now Scott. Now that we know we can do all right, of this. Right. So that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Which is scientific, scientific method, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about. So anyway, this is the 50th anniversary, I guess, of the yeah. Apollo 15 landing. And so my, my feed has been full of some really impressive video. I have a friend of mine who, what's the term for it? Where they upgrade the video, <laughs> the, the term's gone. Re- Enhance. Enhanced uh, with AI and everything else. And, and it's just, yeah. it's so beautiful. Remastered. Course, remastered. That's the, why can't yeah. I find that? Anyway, that, that's also- Well, you the, dropped your copy this morning. Yeah, Dave, that's so true. Not, yeah. That's also the landing where they landed sideways. If yeah. you see the pictures of Apollo 15 on the moon, it's like at a 40 degree angle. Whoops. Anyway, they yeah. weren't sure it was going to stay upright, but it did. And they exploded. So anyway, congratulations to uh, yeah. Apollo 15 all those years ago. It was, it was quite the yeah. thing. I mean, I was, I was really into Apollo. I still have the patch that he gave me. Do you? I think I still have the Bible, but it's got all my doodles and stuff that are in pages that I ripped out I because he gave it to a freaking kid. Don't have that book anymore. Because it was all about searching for Noah's Ark and not about Apollo 15, yeah. which is what I wanted to read about. Because yeah. I don't, I don't really know how to put this politely. I just don't really care that much about Noah's Ark. I really don't. <laughs> Moon, I care about that. I don't. Well, don't forget you can always email us, WTF at whatthefrock.org, or if you just want me to know about it. Although, in fairness, if you send it to me, I'm going to send it to Rod. Yeah, Dave yeah. at whatthefrock.com. Dot org. Dot org. Sorry. Did I say dot com? Dot org. You did say. Dot org. It's whatthefrock.org. Everybody yeah. got that? And of course, Rod is the same. Yeah. Rod at whatthefrock. He's not the same. It's not Dave. It's Rod. Yeah. <laughs> you can Although, email yeah, us. I, this, the whole point of this is you can email us. Yeah. You can also comment on our Facebook page or our Twitter pages or mm-hmm. the, the website itself, whatthefrock.org, any one of those. What we really need you to do, though, is like the show, download share the show, yeah. share it, share the show, please, and uh, rate the show. Because if you don't rate the show, then uh, all the all the various podcast services just sort of ignore it. Yeah. Well, and and we're competing against Joe Rogan, so I mean, people, you, you got to help us out here. Right. Throw us a bone. We don't care what you say in the write up. Just give us the five stars. Yeah. You can't leave five stars in a blank because if you leave five stars in a blank, it ignores it. But if you five star it and then, you know, just cut and paste something from somewhere, just it say works. WTF. Yeah. That's all you got to do. <laughs> it, it, it works. I mean, it helps and gets us on our way. So there you go. Anyway, next week is my, uh, my anniversary. So oh, we are going to have a show, but it'll probably be dropping early. Mm-hmm. Or possibly later, depending on how I'm feeling. Uh, but we we will be recording early because I'm not going to be here on Sundays. Yeah. So, and if you've got a problem with that, well, where we're going doesn't have those uh, Olympic Village sex-proof beds. <laughs> Thanks for that. You're really. welcome. And on that note, I'm Rabbi Dave. <laughs> I'm Friar Cook. This has been... What the fuck?